0: Friday morning to you. Welcome to Brewer's Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer and I'm glad to have you with us for the program today. It's where we talk about current events and I brief you on everything you need to know today and then some and you can also brief me on what I need to know because that's quite a bit. Jump in here on the Wendy Chevy text line. Give us a text on your thoughts and opinions and memes and jokes, and pictures, whatever else you want to text in on that Wendy Chevy text line. And you can also call us on the brew lines. Phone lines are open. Everybody come on in here, find you a seat, get you a big old cold drink or a hot drink or some kind of drink. It's Friday. Have uh, you noticed that? That's always good. TGIF. Thank God it is Friday. Again, the number 918-756-3646. Text or call one number. We'll do it all. Again, 918 is the area code Seven five six three six four six. 718-756-3646. Wendy Chevy text line is always available twenty four seven for you. By the way, it's very handy. And by the way, also if you need an oil change in your car, even if you don't, go get one. Thirty bucks in the month of July for a car, and they'll do an inspection for your car for free. Sixty bucks on a diesel engine, and it's all done within an hour, or you don't pay a dime. It's Wendy Chevy, north side of Okmulgee, Highway seventy five. Check that out. It's limited time; it's going away at the end of the month. Now, today's the 21st, so you got a little bit of time left. <coughs> okay. Well, I want to remind you we podcast this show. It's on the Podcast World, which is out there. It's Google and Apple and Spotify, and it's called Brewer's Briefing. That, you know, we, we've talked about that. And uh, that's that. Let's take a look at the weather forecast. I Can you believe the rain? I did not expect rain last night and thunder and light and rain, and it's just unbelievable the amount of rain we've had in this summer. It's like, pfft. I was talking to my neighbor the other day, he said we had 10 and a half inches in like a week or two. It's a lot. 71 degrees current at Oak Bogey Municipal Airport. Porto, looking for 82 degrees today. Isn't that a swap from what we've had? 82 for the high. Like that's the high. That's what it was last night almost. And that's glorious. I know we're about ready for some of that. Cloudy today. And uh, let's see, we got a 70% chance of rain. We'll check look at that next rad radar coming up in a second. 63 tonight. Beautiful. Tomorrow, 88 and sunshine. What are we going to do with that? Are we going to play golf? Are we going to work in the yard? I hope something fun, <clears throat> go fishing. I don't know. That's going to be a glorious day right there. Clear tomorrow night, 64. 92 on Sunday with sunshine. Still bearable. Next week, Monday, 96. Ninety eight on Tuesday, ninety seven Wednesday, ninety seven Thursday, sunshine, no rain. Uh, so it's 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 still here. Uh, it's summertime is still with us. Let's take a look at the average temperatures around the state. We got sixties in the panhandle, mid sixties, and then it starts getting warmer as we get over this direction. And the hot spot looks like McAllister at eighty. Uh we also got Worcester at eighty and Idabel at eighty degrees and Ringling, Oklahoma, sitting at eighty. And Okmulgee now 72. So beautiful day, nice cloudy. Yeah, it's gonna be cooler. It's fantastico. Let's let's see. <laughs> Pull up the next red radar. I'm curious where the where the rain is. Let's see what it is. See where it is. Stand by one. Stand by. Okay, here it is. We got we got some light rain up in Tulsa, Okmulgee County. Pretty clear. North side got a little bit. All the heavy stuff is sitting over there on the Arkansas line. Salome Springs getting pounded right now. And there's a little bit of heavy stuff, actually, up north, Ponca City, up in Bartlesville, and that area. Let's see which way it's moving. Maybe let's take a look, see. There's straight east, I think. Looks like. So I don't think. I think maybe Okmulgee and parts south are done. But don't hold me to it, okay? Yeah, it's, yeah, I think so. I think so. Anyway, that's that's where the rain is. She was anything out west. might be get anything out there? Take a look, see at the Sari. No, Sarah's clear. Lots of rain this summer. It's been just absolutely wild, I think. Just uh, It's great, though. It's good. <laughs> Doing a lot of mowing. You got to mow again. <clears throat> Two or three times a week, it seems like. Anyway, good morning, Tony. Welcome to the Wendy Chevy text line. My old friend. Is she... <laughs> Did I say, oh, I, I won't start it today? Oh, just, anyway, welcome to the program. I like your good morning text. It's always good to know, you know who's out there and just a little good morning. How you doing? Glad to be in on the show, blah, blah, blah. Let's jump into the news. Okay, I've been rambling here for now nine minutes. So we have this in a political uh, uh, poll. I don't know, you know, it, to me, the political polls right now are worthless. Like, what, what is this? July of twenty three, we got to wait till November of twenty four, and who's ahead of the polls? Where are the polls? Oh, Trump's leading by this, and blah 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 blah. Like, seriously, does anybody really pay attention to that now? Like, I probably guess it's always in the news. I don't, I don't. I'm like, I don't know. There's a long way to go. <laughs> a lot can happen. <laughs> anyway, here's the news. Here's a poll. Here's a poll. Uh, DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy. You've been seeing that name some. That dude is everywhere. I mean, he's on every talking show. He's all over the Internet. He's everywhere. Vivek Ramaswamy. He is now tied with Ron DeSantis for number two. Now, (laughs) Trump has got a commanding lead, 48%. Let's see. This is uh, if the 2024 presidential primary were held today. Who would you vote for? This is a Kaplan Strategies poll. 48% would vote for Trump. 12% for Ramaswamy and 12% DeSantis. Followed by 5% Chris Chris Christie. Chris Christie, big guy from New Jersey. Tim Scott at 5. Mike Pence is still on the list, unbelievably. Nick Haley's even below him. Asa Hutchinson, 1%. And somebody else, uncertain ten. So Trump is way out in the lead on this deal. But the point of the of the uh, the guy bringing this up is that Ramaswamy is now tied with Governor DeSantis, which is it's kind of interesting. I mean, it, 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 it's interesting. I think it's just because he's everywhere. I think he's got a lot of money. He's a young guy. He is articulate. I mean, he's he's sharp. He's saying. A lot of the right things. And he's, and so, you know, he's getting a message out here. DeSantis is kind of moving around too, though. He, he's he's out there. But that's, to me, the difference is DeSantis has got a track record. Ramaswamy, I don't even know where he came from. I, I don't know. I don't, think he, I don't think he's been in politics any, but he's probably a business dude or something. But anyway, that's that. That's, that's that poll. In other. Political news. Who, who we got? Oh, there's Fay Roy. He's, he's checking in on the Windy Chevy text line. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the program. Glad you're up and, and Adam with us today. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> Tony is texting in saying the Jason Aldean song, try that in a small town, went to number one on iTunes yesterday. Come on. I saw another headline about that. Cheryl Crow. I, I guess she's pretty liberal. I don't know. Cheryl Crow. She's, she, you know, she's been around forever. And she's pretty talented, I guess, <laughs> among other things. But she's dogging him. Like, oh, I can't believe you're promoting violence. Like, really? Shut up! Shut up, Cheryl Crow. You, don't, you don't, go away. Just seriously, have, have you been dogging all your rapper friends over here in the last thirty years? Just curious. All the, all those rap songs promoting violence. How many times have you spoken out against that? I don't know, probably none. And you got this one country dude that's getting tons of press and publicity, and now he's gone to number one on the iTunes deal. It's a great song, I think. It's a, it's a it's just it's just a country boy's song. It's like hey, you do that in a big city, try that in a small town. Not going to go over good. It's it's amazing to me that it's getting this much press, too. It's like, it's not, it's it's, not, it's almost nothing. But anyway, it's getting a ton of press. And way to go, Jason Aldean. That's awesome. Good morning, JP. Welcome to the show, buddy. Glad to have you with us here on this Friday. Don't be afraid to chime in. I know you're not. All right, what else do we have? Let's see. We have other news. This is big news here. And I love the way ABC puts the headline. In a rare move, Senator Grassley releases unverified FBI source reporting alleging Biden involvement in bribe unverified. Well, it's it's got these whistleblowers have been coming forth, right? And, and, and the, the IRS guys, they came forth and they testified, and they're like, we're just trying to do the right thing. We don't have a political bump, you know, deal in this. We don't have a horse in the race. One guy's a liberal. These IRS agents that came forth, the whistleblower dudes. Anyway, they've been trying to get this document from the FBI. And the, the FBI, Chris Ray and all his goons have failed to produce this unclassified document. Now, it'd be one thing if it was classified and the public couldn't see it, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's not a unclass- it's, it's, it's classified document. And so <laughs> Senator Grassley has the document, I guess, somehow, and obviously, because he released it to the public. You can go read it yourself. And uh, so it's weird, though, because the ABC says that that he released a confidential FBI informant, unverified claim that years ago, the Biden family pushed a Ukrainian oligarch to pay them $10 million. It's funny how the difference, how people, uh, different um, sources say this differently because, uh, oh, that's a different story. Let me see. I had another one here somewhere. Where's that story? Right here. Secret tapes, coerced payments, top 10 Biden Burisma bombshells from FBI informant memo. This is from Justin News which is uh, which is awesome outfit. So, so here's the deal. So again, we're trying to investigate what happened in Ukraine with Burisma, Hunter and Joe and all this stuff is out there. And, And he, Grassley's like, look, read it for yourself. The house oversight committee, this is Congress, right? This is our Congress previously issued a subpoena to obtain the document, which the FBI director, Christopher Wray, would not comply. Though he ultimately permitted the committee members to view it in a secure location, the contents remained unpublished until Grassley's release yesterday. The document shows that the Bureau had a trusted source privy to Burisma's efforts to quash a probe from then-Ukrainian prosecutor General Viktor Shulkin and its plans to expand to U.S. and secure company for IPO purposes. It's not bad. Here are the key takeaways from the, uh, from the claim here. Barisma Holdings hired Hunter Biden to have his father protect the company. Now, Hunter was a nobody, but Hunter was <laughs> kin to somebody. During CHS's first meeting with Barisma leaders, senior official Vadim Borjorovsky reported state, reportedly stated that Burisma had hired Hunter Biden to protect us through his dad from all kinds of problems. And this thing goes on and talks about all this. And there's another guy in here, Ukrainian prosecutor, General Viktor Shokin. And we've got uh, Mikola Shlokhevsky. You remember this deal here because uh, Joe Biden uh, threatened these the, uh, the government they needed to get a guy fired. Remember, he's trying to get this guy fired, this prosecutor that was going to be investigating his son and all that kind of stuff, and the company, and Joe Biden on video, I've seen it a million times, threatened to withhold $1 billion in, in aid to Ukraine if they didn't fire this guy. And it's all, it's all on video. I mean, it's he's bragging about this the whole deal. He's in this, this, some conference somewhere, and he's bragging about what he got done. And the guy's like, "Well, you're not, you're not President Obama, you know." He's like, "Trust me, I'm leaving this. I'm leaving here in six hours. If this guy's not fired, you don't get the billion dollars." And Biden ultimately succeeded in getting Shokin fired after threatening Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko. I love talking like this. Anyway, that wasn't too good. So there's that. Burisma feared Shokin's probe would stop efforts to get publicly traded in the United States. It's all just, it's just corruption, right? So Ukraine is known for corruption. It always has been, and it still is. It, but all of a sudden, this war pops up, and the, the Ukrainian leader is just God's gift to humanity all of a sudden. I mean, he's hit the Emmys and the Oscars, and he's all the stars are going over, and all the politicians, and Lindsey Graham is bowing down and kissing his boots, and it's like they're still corrupt. There's is corrupt as today as long. Anyway, this whole thing is, is out out there. And it's of course the white house is claiming, ah, this has been investigated. It's been debunked. There's nothing to it. (laughs) Of course. So what will happen? That's the question. It's the question right there. What will happen? Will anything happen? Will there be consequences for the Biden? It's all laid out here. I'm just trying to read this whole thing. I mean, it's just, it's just you know you can go read it. It's bribe after bribe, like five ten million dollars going to the to the Bidens to just kind of do their thing, and here it is, all out there on interwebs. So anyway, that's out there. That's news. That's news right there. And we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on it. By gosh. In other news. Uh, I saw Laura Ingram talking about this situation of the uh, Covenant school shooter. Remember the, the gal that was trans and wanted to be a boy, and she went and shot up that school in Nashville. And she had written a manifesto. Remember the manifesto? And, and America wants to see the manifesto, see what she's writing. And all the lefties are trying to fight tooth and nail, not to let that thing get released. And Laura Ingram actually had a little piece on this. Let's just play that for you if I could find Laura. I should have already had this pulled up here. Just apologize to you for not. Here she is, right here, talking with some 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 guy. So this is this is a little bit interesting why these people don't want this to get out in public. You think, you know, transparency is a good thing. We only know what's going on. Why these people write this thing? What are they thinking? Maybe this will help us in the future. Here's here's a little interview right here.
1: Well, it's been nearly four months since trans shooter Audrey Hale stalked the Covenant school hallways and murdered six innocent people, including three children. Numerous writings, 30 journals, a suicide note, and a memoir was all taken from her home. All the information contained within could be potentially vital in determining a motive and possibly preventing future attacks. Now first, police said it was being all reviewed for public release. The governor even repeated that, said the same, but then police backed down and they blamed it on pending litigation. So how crazy is this effort to keep this concealed? According to Just the News, a Tennessee man was just charged with threatening conservative journalists over his lawsuit to get the manifesto. In an email, the man reportedly told Leahy, Michael Patrick Leahy, I'm willing to go to prison to end you. Michael Patrick Leahy was the recipient of those threats. He's the CEO of Star News Digital Media, and he joins me now. Michael, why are people so angry, driven to threats, about a simple push for transparency here?
2: That's a very good question, Laura, and I think there is a lot of anger on the left here that they don't want this released. We filed a lawsuit in federal court. We're represented uh, by the Wisconsin Institute of Law and Liberty uh, against the FBI. They have the manifesto. And then we also filed uh, a case in state court where we're represented by America First Legal. Um, In the state court, uh, the number of uh, litigants uh, who don't want this out there is huge, and it's very surprising. In uh, federal court, We just filed uh, for summary judgment to release the manifesto Uh, and the judge there, an Obama appointee, Alita Trauger, is actually a pretty good judge in terms of tamping down uh, the federal government. And we think there's a reasonable chance we'll get that released sometime in
1: August. Well, this is clearly in the public interest. Uh, I mean, it's just this is obvious it's in the public interest. We asked the National PD when the manifesto and all the other documents were going to be released. And in part, they told us it's currently caught up in the court system. And the FBI told the angle that they wouldn't comment. Michael, well, this claiming. just again feeds into the public's you know, lack of trust, right, in these institutions. They hide information that's inconvenient to some narrative, political or otherwise. Uh, and then they, put, they flood the marketplace with information when they think it advances a political agenda. At least that's what, the, that's what it seems.
2: Laura, you're absolutely right, and both Metro Nashville Police Department and the FBI are claiming there's an ongoing investigation, but they haven't identified who they're investigating, so it seems like they're trying not to put it out. Now, our governor, Bill Lee, you just mentioned him, um, he's sort of made a mistake in is calling for a special session on August 21st where he wants to talk about gun control, a big mistake. Oh, God. Lefties from all around the country are going to descend upon us and— Frankly, uh, we're concerned about our safety.
1: That's a mistake by the governor. If that's the case, Michael Patrick Leahy, thank you.
0: There you go. Anyway, so weird that you know the people on the left—they want to keep all this stuff, you know, hidden. It's just like, well, and it's what's weird. Weird. I mean, that you can understand people with leftist ideology maybe wanting all that kind of stuff, but it's weird why these institutions are are in on that too. Like, gosh, seriously, this is this is. This is what's going to happen. we got to have some politicians get up in, in places of power and, and and drain the damn swamp. Can I just be blunt right there? It's swampy. It's everywhere. And, and somehow, and it's like this Rama Swamp. He, he keeps talking, we're, we're going to end that deal. We're going to gut this one. And, and, and so does DeSantis. And Trump was talking about draining the swamp, which never got done. As a matter of fact, you know, a a dark spot on, you know, Trump is a complicated figure. Trump has got some really, really great, amazing things. And then he's got some really stupid things like Dr. Fauci and the scarf lady in the library with a rope. I mean, he praised this guy. You talk about a swamp creature. He is the leader of the swamp creatures. Dr. Fauci is the swamp leader. And yet, Trump praised him to no end. He was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and he's saving the world. And he—he's—he's he's an evil little man. And so there's that. And so it's—it's it's complicated because Trump is great, and then yet he gets stupid, and he does dumb things. But then he does great things, and it's like, man, he is—it's one or the other. Like it's all the way here or all the way there. it Seems like. But anyway, what was I talking about that for? Um, I don't remember now. Gone. It gone. It'll come back. Everything does come back. We're a rotating thing. We're gonna come back too. We're gonna take a quick break. Come back with more of this riveting program. You don't want to miss it. Stay with us here on Brewers Briefing. Thank God it's Friday. Oh, I do. Thank God it is Friday. Yeah, baby. Come on. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. We made it to Friday. We did make it to Friday. And I'm glad you made it, too, because you know what? Not everybody did. And I just want to put out a reminder to you people. Life can be extremely short. And I was reading just perusing news today, and I came across this guy on a video, and uh, this person was retweeting this guy. I said, pray for this guy. He lost his wife, his newborn, and an 11-year-old son in one day. He had talked to him. They were in the car. He said, you know, goodbye. He's going one way. His wife and kids are going the other. And 10 minutes later, he gets a phone call. She'd been in a wreck. She had had some kind of aneurysm or a seizure and ran off the road, hit a tree at 70 miles an hour. Killed the 11-year-old on impact. Killed his wife on impact. The newborn was in the back, was flown to a hospital, later died in his arms. And he had a 12-year-old in the car that was not really injured too badly. Boom. Just like that. Gone. And so pray for that guy. I don't know his name. This just happened. They just posted this eight hours ago. And uh, so just absolutely devastating. And and you think about life is that way it's unfair it happens maybe you know people personally things like that happen and it's just gut-wrenching and it's it's why you have to we have to take advantage of every day every moment enjoy it to the max enjoy the people you are around try to be some kind of light to those people try to be good you know love people course i'm talking to myself don't be screaming to people in traffic all the time brooks there's probably something you don't know i know like I, I this is for me of course is more than anybody but life can be short and so people love it take advantage of it okay pray for this guy absolutely devastating i i just just phew, unbelievable Unbelievable. Okay, speaking of, speaking of the swamp creature, the little Fauci man, Lord Fauci, he, uh, he's in trouble. <laughs> well, he lied to Congress over and over. And Senator Rand Paul is on his, he's on his And he's after this guy to, to make him pay and hold him accountable. And here's, uh, here is uh, the good senator talking to Jesse Waters on Fox about the little the little little swarmy guy. But first we have a call coming in from David to get to the phone lines. Good morning, David. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Hello, my friend. How, how you been?
3: I'm pretty good. I'm going up to the VA to see if I tore a ligament thumb. T- and I think I
0: did. A ligament in your thumb?
3: Yeah, and you know what's really bad? What? It's I can't shift the gears on my motorcycle.
0: Oh. This, is, this is tragedy. This oh, is tragic. I, catastrophic. I, I
3: don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it, man. This is bad. But
0: Well, hey, maybe they can tie it to back together. Okay, go ahead.
3: Yeah, let's go into reference of what you were just talking about, how fast things can change. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I've lost sister-in-laws within the last three months, one from an autism and one in a horrible car crash. You're just two weeks ago.
0: Man. When
3: people have these things happen, and they say, God, why? Well, guess what? It's okay to ask God why. You may not get the answer this life, but you will in the other. And that's why, one, we live every day we can, to its fullest, and always keep God on your side, and you will come through. He's with you regardless. Yeah. So, remember these things. And this is where, if you're in a church or you know, them, this has happened, this is where you, as a human being, not even a Christian, step up and go say, Hey, man, I love you. God loves you. What can I do for you? Yeah. And that, yeah. that's the way it should. Be. Yeah, that's
0: right. You've got to I help mean, each other out. That's right. That's that,
3: right. That's it. Now, let me tell you something that Kelsey Galbert from Hawaii said here not too long ago. Okay. If these people, up north, I'm um, put it like that. She put a good point out there. If they have done what they've done, and they are that compromised, they've made these backdoor deals like that is, she called them basically traitors, and I think that was her words so that she said. This is treason. Mm. Now, if this is true, do they get them on that? The thing is, is like you said, the swamp is so deep. I don't think there's anything I can do.
0: Well, that's my frustration too, right there, David. It, it might be treason; probably is, and yet I'm—I I'm just don't have—I have zero confidence in the system to do anything about it because they're—they're they're untouchable. They're—they're they're on that side of the fence over there that you're not going to touch those guys.
3: Yeah, and it's—we need a president that's go up there, clean house and get this country the way our founding fathers actually wanted.
0: I just don't think a president can do it. I think it's way more than one president. It's, it's got to be somehow we the people have got to do it because one man can't do it. One administration can't do it. I don't think. I, mean, I think they can do some good, but can't clean the well, whole we're, thing we're, out. And people are
3: starting to, right? You know, you got both. Look at them. I saw their stats this morning. Just like, wow, you guys are, they're talented.
0: Oh, yeah, Target, Budweiser, yeah. Look
3: at them. Take, t-
0: target's like, that's, that's we the people, baby. Well,
3: and that's what it's going to take, you know. So my only thing I can actually say on all that, keep your faith in God, keep your faith in country and your fellow man, and, and we'll come through this.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I hope you, you – I pray it? your thumb gets better, man, and it's it's all put well, back together. God you heals I that totally, to... 100%.
3: Hey man, it's been
0: two days of perfect weather to jump on that bike. Yeah, and I can't squeeze a clutch. What is up with that?
3: Well, get you, get you an automatic. I don't know what day. <laughs> hey, uh, well I hope, to get uh, I hope it gets better. I
0: hope you just you get it all fixed, man. Hey
3: man, look, you have a beautiful weekend and everything else too.
0: Thank you. Good talking to you, David. Bye. See you, buddy. Bye. So David, right there. Yes, yes, echoing. Man, it's see, yeah, life is short. I, I knew it. I knew somebody would have a story about that. All right, what time we got? 8.35. Now, I'm being reminded, and I'm glad she reminded me, that I'm doing Tradio today because Trisha is gone. She's mm-hmm. going to be out, and we're going to carry on the program, and I'm going to do it myself, Brooks Brewer, in Tradio. That's at 9 o'clock. We'll be buying, trading, selling, giving stuff away. Okay? Don't let me forget and <laughs> just run off into the other room, okay? All right, you promise? Okay, appreciate that. Okay, we were talking about the, uh, the slime ball. Speaking of the swamp, swamp creatures, we were talking about the lord of swampiness, Dr. Fauci, and Rand Paul is on his trail, as everybody had to say. Senator, what did you learn from these experts?
4: And I know this is going to be shocking, but we learned that Dr. Fauci has been lying to us. The three scientists agreed that this was dangerous research. Two out of the three absolutely said it was gain of function. The third said it was dangerous research and should have gone before a committee. When Dr. Fauci said, oh, we've reviewed this and the experts have looked at this and said it's not gain of function. Even that wasn't true. There was a committee that was formed after 2017 to look at this dangerous research. They didn't look at this research at all because they never reviewed it. So no one reviewed this to say it wasn't gain-of-function research. They didn't review it, period. We also learned from these scientists today that the committee that is supposed to review these viruses is secret. We don't know the names. We don't know whether they ever meet. And we don't have any records of their meetings. It's top secret. Congress is not allowed to know. So whether the committee actually exists, we're uncertain. We do know that they've met three times. And there are thousands of gain-of-function research proposals they've only met three times. They've only reviewed three projects. So we learned a lot of things, but I think we reconfirmed that Dr. Fauci is not being honest with us. Yes, the NIH funded gain-of-function research. Yes, it was dangerous. And yes, nobody nobody looked over this. Nobody reviewed the research. And yes, a million people died. And there still seems to be a significant lack of curiosity on the part of Democrats.
0: Bingo. Go get him, Senator Paul. <laughs> Go get that scumbag. Go get it. All right, speaking of senators, we're going to be talking to Senator Lankford uh, soon. I think I'm recording him next week. But I did see him on the floor yesterday and giving a little something,
5: something. Let's little, see what he has to say here. Speaking of senators talking. This is stuff behind the scenes and everyone just wants to say, how do we get the price of drugs cheaper? And there are even folks that say, let's just have the federal government take over all this pricing. And the federal government will just set the price for everything. That will work beautifully. Well, I always laugh and say, listen, if you think the federal government can solve every problem, try to get your passport right now. Because right now it takes about 18 weeks to get a passport. And it used to take four weeks. Federal government's not the solution to everything on this. Protected free markets are a good solution to this. Competition will work. If we allow the markets to actually work, but if someone's in the middle controlling all of that, that's something we need to intervene and to say let's have free and fair markets that are out there to get down the price of drugs. Because there are generics, there are biosimilars that are out there that will bring down the price if they're allowed to get to market. So let's make sure they can actually get to market and get down the price and let's protect the ability for rural independent pharmacies to still take care of their patients. Those are their neighbors. They care about them, and they wanna make sure they can still be there to be able to care for those folks. We've got work to do, and I'm glad the Senate's finally taken this up. Working on this for years. This is an area that we need to address. With that, I yield the floor.
0: Thank you, Senator Langford. Yes, because that affects so many people, right? How many people take prescription drugs with your hand? Okay, that's everybody yeah, so good job. We're going to be talking to him. We may talk about that further, but anyway, I don't know what we're going to talk about. We'll, we'll be interviewing him next week. That's the good Senator Langford right there. What else is happening? How you guys want to get involved? Now, don't forget you can. You can give us a text on a windy Chevy text line. Some people are in there and you can also call us on the brew line. Phone lines are always open for you to just jump in and just have a discussion with us here on the brew. The Brewers briefing. Bye guys. Good morning, Pam. Welcome to the show. I know you've been there for a while. Glad to have you in here. Um, okay, anyway, so let's see. What else we got happening? What else we got to talk about? I got this story here. I don't know if you saw this or we talked about it. I don't think we did. About Senator, or not Senator, President Biden raging at his staffers, getting losing his temper and all that. I don't know if you've seen that, but there's been some news stories here in the last couple of weeks about how he loses his temper and just screams at him and cusses him out, blah, blah, blah. And evidently, the first lady is doing the same thing. Dr. Jill hovering over Joe as his personal protector and raging at staffers, according to reports from people on the inside. She's playing an outsized role in her husband's administration, mostly to protect him, according to a new report. She ain't protecting him very well. She shouldn't let him speak if she wants to really do some protection. She's also been caught up in leaks with the media, with reports saying she rages at staffers. Tries to control her husband throughout the day, <laughs> but that's a full time job. Come on, Joe, time to change a diaper. Get over here. Anyway, uh, that's that's a whole report about. It. I don't I don't care to read all this stuff. I don't really care that much about it. I just thought it was kind of interesting. What, what what's up with these Bidens raging at people, losing tempers? Come on, really. All right, what is this? Uh I don't want to read that. It's more bad news. Here's a funny story. Dylan Mulvaney. Anybody know that name? <laughs> That's the Bud Light guy that was on the, the trans dude in the bathtub with the with the Bud Lights. And <laughs> he's the one that helped tank Anheuser Busch twenty-seven billion dollars so far. Twenty-seven billion. In just however many weeks. That's more than I'm making an entire year, believe it or not. That's a lot of loss <laughs> because of a marketing campaign. You think marketing doesn't work? Boy, how'd he try some bad marketing? <laughs> that works. Anyway, this, this uh, trans person, Mr. Mulvaney, uh, touting himself, and he, he had to go to Peru for. For safety, remember he flew, fled the country because oh my god he's being persecuted. Went to Peru for a little vacation, and now he's he's out there begging for jobs. He's trying to get a job, a speaking jobs at, co- at at schools, colleges. He's speaking out like I got, I want I want to speak at your school. He's supposedly worth about a million and a half dollars, and supposedly gets between fifty and eighty thousand dollars per sponsored Instagram post. I wish I got fifty grand every time I posted something, don't you? Or every broadcast, fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Anyway, so I don't know. I guess he's. uh, (laughs) I thought they were beating down his door, you know, with all these sponsorships and the Lululemons and whoever else. But I, I don't know. Now he's begging for jobs, begging for speaking deals, and I don't. He'll probably get them. You know, those universities gonna lap that right up. Ah, so is so stupid, so dumb. Our our world is so weird right now. Absolutely upside down. Nah, what is this? Oh, we already did that story. Time we got eight forty three. You guys got anything you want to talk about? Anything just pounding on your brain? You want to bring up? Let me let me let me just switch to the entire bookmark area and see if there's some really good stuff we we don't want to miss. Unknown caller, caller. I don't take the 877 calls. It's just some spam telling me something. Uh, Let's see. What have I got for you? I saw this. I saw where Fox News is tanking in the ratings since they fired Tucker. And even Hannity is having a struggle maintaining ratings in his own time slot, which honestly doesn't surprise me that much. I don't know how you feel about Hannity, but I'm just, I I used to like him back years ago. And I just less and less and less and less and less and something, I don't know what it was about Hannity. I just quit liking him so much and I don't really like him that much. Anyway, he's struggling. He's struggling. They fired old Tucker and Fox is going down. They pulling a Bud Light. Man, you'd think people would learn, but no. Evidently not so much. Okay, I wanted to talk about this. Oh my gosh! All right, let me see if I can find this. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this because I haven't even heard. In the amount of messages, hang on a minute, hang on, you'll get your turn. This is uh, Doctor Peter McCullough. He's he's the uh, tr- uh, the uh, COVID guy. He's a doctor. Been all over this the, the vaccine shots and all this kind of stuff, and. The headline is, this is what was shocking to me, cancer virus found in COVID shots. This is looking very bad, says Dr. Peter McCullough. SV40 is a known cancer-promoting segment of DNA, and yes, they're in the shots. That's what he said. Now, this is only a minute and a half. I'm curious to see what he says. Let's listen.
6: Besides variation in the amount of messenger RNA in it, there's contamination with cDNA. These are little fragments of DNA that come off the manufacturing process. And one of them, Alex, you're not gonna believe this, is SV40. SV40 is a known cancer-promoting segment of DNA. And yes, they're in the shots.
0: I'm not a scientist like you and a you know, famous published person, but I know that mainline news reports that many cancers, I saw federal documents, that they estimated 98 million Americans had cancer or or related cancer from SV-40 contamination in the 50s, 60s, uh, and 70s with live polio. Uh, Explain what SV-40 or simian virus 40 is and how big a deal it is that you just said, and I've been seeing this in literature now, that SV-40 is in there. SV-40
6: turns on cancer genes in the human body. To make matters worse, the spike protein, the S2 segment, in a paper from University of Pittsburgh by Singh and colleagues, it impairs the tumor suppressor systems, P53 and BRCA. What I'm telling you is the shots promote cancer through SB40, and they inhibit our ability to fight cancer by suppressing the tumor suppressor system. So this is looking very bad. Every system is showing cancer rates are up. So that's, that's inarguable. The big question is how much of this due to the
0: vaccines? Mm. Can you imagine? Now, you know, we've been hearing for a little bit of time now since these vaccines rolled out about the cancer rates are spiking. Just I don't know if you've heard that. I've I've been reading that a ton, and it was. But this was the first I've heard that there's actually cancer causing components in the shot. I thought it was like it was breaking down your immune system or something like that but this this claim is is pretty damning it just makes me think that this whole freaking deal is about population control I mean think about it uh, pushing this on children on pregnant mothers everybody pushing it on everybody it's it's uh, there's been so much out there about how it affects the reproductive system in men and women. Now cancer, <laughs> it didn't prevent COVID. It's like this thing is a disaster of a vaccine, a so-called vaccine. This experimental gene therapy that they have manned. I mean, you think about how bad this, This really, if this is all true, let's say, how bad this is. What I mean, perpetrated on the world, okay? Like every government involved and mandating and forcing and threatening you with your job and every kick you out of the military, you know. I mean, every it's just on and on and on. And and the the whole time it's it's all this stuff is going on with this stupid juice. That's unconscionable right there, and that is a massive uh black eye on people in power against literally humanity, like the entire world. And could this all be, you know, the plan from China? I don't know. Is it bigger than that? It could be all the, the elitist globalist weirdos out there. Shocking, isn't it? It really is. Unbelievable. Somebody texted here on the Wendy Chevy text line. It seems heart problems also on the rise especially with young people? Well, absolutely. I mean, we've talked a a ton about that. Myocarditis, pericarditis, whatever they all call it. I sound like a real doctor. And all these young people having problems, athletes, people that are super fit, too many young people dying, or having heart problems, tons of that. It's all out there. It's everywhere. You're exactly right. It's, it's, man, it's sad. And it's not everybody. You know, people that took it and did fine. Thank God. Thank God it wasn't everybody. We'd be really in about everybody that got the shot was affected in that way. Be unbelievable. All right. What else do we have? What do we got? I got stuff. I think this is, this is go back to that one story. What is that one story right there? What is this? <laughs> uh, let's see what this lady is saying. Let me just play. This is, a, I don't even know who this is. This is, this is, uh, this on Twitter. It's being kind of, they were talking about it, the worst Freudian slip in history. All right. So that's how this is, this is being dubbed. The godmother of transhumanism, Barbara Marks Hubbard. And she's given a speech to some somebody says she was nominated for vice president as a Democrat and preached population control. And she's speaking to a group and say who, but I want you to hear what she says in her little speech. And it's, it's, it's quite interesting, disturbing. It's like, was this a Freudian slip or was this saying the quiet part out loud? Let's find out what you think about this.
6: We are the first species on the face of this earth to be aware of evolution, to be aware that we are affecting our own evolution by everything that we do. The babies we eat, the food we eat, the wars we fight, the babies we eat. The babies we eat. We are the first species on the face of this earth to be aware (laughs) of evolution. To be aware that we are affecting our own evolution by everything that we do. The babies we eat, the food we eat, the wars we fight. It's
0: like, what? The babies we eat? What in the world are you talking about right there? Anyway, so obviously kind of weird. Not really sure what that's all about. Don't know too much about what that is. And then here's Joe back on the campaign trail hiding back people. in the day, claiming that people think this is about the Democrats. The
4: idea that the Democrats or the Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children and do- No, I'm serious. That's...
0: Yeah. yeah, so he's serious. He's probably speaking from some sort of experience there. I don't know. Just, Just weird. Like, I don't know. What do you think about that stuff? And here's Kamala Harris. Also, some sort of uh, deal talking about population control. Let's just back this up. Hang on.
2: When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean
1: air.
0: And reduce population? (laughs) Did she mean reduce pollution, do you think? Or reduce population? What do you think? Is it Freudian slip or oops? I said the quiet part out loud. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about that? Okay. I don't know. You guys are going to have to be the judge on this next one. Got a question. A couple of questions coming in. Fay Roy and another one here from Pam. All the All the indictments being brought against the former President Donald Trump. Do you think he has encountered a double jeopardy yet? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have an opinion about it. Quite frankly, I, I, I'll let you guys be the judge. What do you think? Is is it double jeopardy? Is, is it going? Are they going to get tripped up on that? Is he going to go to jail? Is he going to be behind? Is going to be cuffed and stuff? Is he going to be behind bars? Will he win the presidency sitting in jail? I don't know. I. Nothing would surprise me at this point. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely zero would surprise me. It's just a weird world out there. So, I don't know. I, I wish I had a more educated opinion upon that. I do not. I went to Sayre High School. 856 is our time. About to wrap it up. I just got a news headline just popped in on me here. From the Wall Street Journal, a federal judge in Florida has pushed to May 2024 the prospective date of former President Donald Trump's criminal trial over his handling of classified docs after he left office, ensuring the proceedings play out well into the election cycle. In an order today, Judge Eileen Cannon, a Trump appointee who is overseeing the case, rejected Trump's efforts to delay the trial until after the presidential campaign but she also stopped short of setting it in December when the Justice Department had requested. And she said the government's proposed schedule is atypically accelerated and inconsistent with ensuring a fair trial. So she set it for May of next year. Boy, that's right in the middle of campaign season right there. And he'll be in court. So, uh, you know, that's and I don't know how that's going to affect public opinion. Probably not very much for those diehard Trump supporters. Now, the diehard Trump supporters, I saw some Trump supporter today, which I thought was totally stupid. You you look like a cultist. Somebody, she said, I was asked if I would take a million dollars in cash or whether I'd rather would have Donald Trump in the presidency. It's like, I said I wouldn't take the cash. I want him as the president. I'm like, you're out of your damn mind. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You're a cult. You're a cult figure. Okay. You've, you've just entered the cult. Like, That's ridiculous. Or you're just ultra patriotic. (laughs) I would take the money. Can I get an amen in the back row? Come on now. (laughs) Anyway, that's beside the point. Speaking of money, has anybody won the Powerball? I got to see. What is today? Friday? Powerball. Let's take a look, see if I'm going to win this deal or not. Did somebody win yet? Is it one? Oh, somebody won ticket in California wins $1 billion. Is this accurate? This is it. This is why why my dreams and hopes? A night of millionaires, 36 $1 million winning tickets and three two million winning dollar tickets. The Grandpa jackpot has been won in California. A single ticket. Matched all the numbers, winning $1.08 billion. Oh, Gosh, my hopes went out the window just now. Is this current? Is this real? It is real. Brooks, this was from yesterday. Bonehead, that gummit. Okay, what about the Mega Millions? <laughs> Let's look at that one. Okay, there's still hope. 720 million still out there for grabs. The drawing is tonight. I'm going. I I, I'm, I don't know about you guys. When you get when you get a ticket, do you ever get it? I like rarely get one number. Once in a while, I'll get one number, but I never get two. Do y'all do better than that? Because I suck at that deal. Anyway, y'all pray for me that I win that, would you? Just, I'll probably share some of it, <laughs> a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just, I'll do what I can. But we are out of time. I hope you guys have a fantastic Friday. You guys have been awesome to play along with us today, but it's time to jump into Tradio, and we're going to buy, trade, and sell stuff and give it away. Again, this is going to go out there on the website, listen to brew.com. It's going to go out there in the podcast world. It's called Brewer's Briefing. If you're looking for it, you're going to share it with your friends. Of course you are.